0: Well, we've been talking the last several weeks about this idea of Pentecost, these 50 days that happen after Easter. And we've been in the book of Acts, and we know that Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 and the Holy Spirit did a dramatic thing in birthing and launching the start of uh, this thing called the church. And uh, officially, millions of people, millions of Christians around the world will celebrate Pentecost next week. But because this is uh, our gathering weekend as opposed to next week being our house church weekend uh, we're going to celebrate it uh, here today we've also talked about the opportunity to give to the pentecost church planting offering you knew that has been coming and that we are a part of the ecclesia network and uh, many of you know that. Those of you who don't know that the Ecclesia Network uh, exists as a way to have other churches like Renew connect around the country and we've all together decided to initiate this uh, this church planting offering during Pentecost. However, if you remember back in January in our mission to see uh, a church planted out of Renew, uh, the, the network has said, you know what, everything that Renew gives, why don't you just keep it in your fund so that when you're planting, you go ahead and do that. So many churches are giving to Ecclesia, but Ecclesia has said, Renew, you just keep it earmarked for you for whenever you all plant, which is great. Um, so I, I think this is a perfect time, as we've talked before, that Pentecost, the birth of the church, we get a chance to give and celebrate in this way as a way of then seeing other churches planted uh, a part of the, bride of the bride of Christ. I want you to think for a second if you're a follower of Jesus, when and where did you hear about the message of Jesus and respond to become a follower of His? Where were you? Who told you? My guess is that you either were in a church. Or in some way, a local church had equipped somebody to tell you about Christ. I've been thinking a lot uh, lately, um, quite frequently actually, about the start of Renew. I was telling someone during setup last night, I think it was Michael Phelps. It's hard to believe it's been almost eight years. And we were reflecting a little bit back to uh, launch team. And we had no sending church. We had no funding, no support structure. But we knew that God was calling us to something, this white-hot vision to see something new here in the area. And I look out and I see some people who were part of that original core team uh, eight years ago who are with us. And during that first year, uh, I didn't share much about it. But in the quietness and the loneliness of the difficulty that comes with planting a church, um, there were times... uh, Sometimes in tears where I would say, man, this would be so much easier if we had some sort of support behind us to to make this happen. If there was some sort of financial involvement, there's some sort of sending place or group or church that would allow us to do this. And God worked even in the spite of our limitations, um, but saying, man, this is so much harder than it needs to be because we're out on our own trying to do this. And In the first uh, few months, things were really tight for Megan and me and along with Carter, who at the time was just one. We were raising our own support uh, so we wouldn't tax the church in that first year. And I remember I would walk down the hallway uh, at the Lansdale Post Office. If you've been to the Lansdale Post Office, you know if you go to the right, you can go to the desk where you're helped. If you go to the left, there's that really long hallway that's got a whole bunch of those P.O. boxes there. And ours was all the way at the end, all the way at the end on the right. And I remember I'd walk all the way down that hallway in the wall of P.O. boxes at the Lansdale Post Office and I would pray, Lord, we really need something to be in the box. Lord, we really need some checks there this week. And I would take my box key and I would unlock it and I'd look inside and sometimes I would cry. I'd cry in gratitude. Lord, you've come through again. Thank you. Thank you. And there other times I'd open the box and I'd cry out of discouragement and disappointment and saying, God, I don't know how this is going to work. And recently, uh, of all the churches in North America, regardless of their size, whether just a a couple uh, dozen people or several thousand people, there were studies done on the types of churches and what they're involved in. And this is what they found. I'll show you this slide here. Of thousands of churches, 80% of the churches are either declining or plateauing right now. 16% of churches are growing by addition. But there's a group of churches, 4% of all churches have either started another church or added some sort of satellite campus or another site to their church. Well, I, I, uh, I remember um, when we were looking at that, uh, saying, Lord, we, we really sense that we think that Renew needs to be in the 4%. And we need to be a part of the 4%. And despite humble beginnings and this, this white-hot vision we had to see the region reached, we said right from the start we want to be a church-planting church plant. And people thought we were crazy. We said, oh, "We don't know when, but we really want to be a part of that. And we felt that we were born pregnant in our DNA and we wanted to build multiplication right in from the beginning, from the very first month. And the people on our core team committed to were committed to that vision and over time, their sacrifice and generosity began to grow. In fact, God used the faithfulness of our core team, our launch team. We had 40 adults, 40 adults. And we met in that little tutoring room there at the Boys and, Boys and Girls Club, the, the classroom there in the corner that you pass when you come in. And we found that our, we were stripped down and bare bones that first year. But we not only with 40 adults were able to cover our costs, but at the end of the year had $30,000 surplus. 40 adults, let that sink in. 40 adults, we covered our costs and had $30,000 left over because of their sacrifice and generosity. And so as we've said, this year we want to see that double from $30,000 to $60,000. And we want to give not to just bless ourselves, but to bless beyond ourselves. And that everything given through this Pentecost church planning offering will go directly to that new church plan. Whenever it is, wherever it is, whoever it is, that that's where it's going to go. Again, we don't know the timing, we don't know the person, we don't know the core team, we don't even know the location. Although we think it'll be in the greater Philadelphia area, we still don't know exactly where that'll be. And we want to see that uh, that happen. So on your seats, when you walked in, you should see uh, them on your seats or around you or next to you. Um, you see this, this, uh, this card. And, uh, and we want to encourage you to do this. We've never done this at Renew, like we've said before. We know that most people don't bring cash or checkbook to church. And uh, we, we know that, I don't, uh, and I know many of you don't. So we try to make this as easy as possible for you. So if you take that and you turn it over on the other side, uh, I want you to just very simply, it just has your contact information. And here's the thing, not all of us are called to give towards this fund. Okay? Not all of us are called to that. My job is not to force you, to guilt trip you, uh, to shame you into giving, but unapologetically, the pastors of this church and the elders of this church and the leaders of this church, our goal is to challenge all of us to trust God to a deeper level. And one of the most tangible ways we trust Him is through our finances. And so I want to lean into you that way. And to realize that our possessions are not ours. They belong to the Lord and He's given them to us to steward. So we're trying to make it as easy as possible for you. So throughout this morning, we want to give you an opportunity to write your name, your contact information. If you weren't planning on giving anything, I'm going to encourage you to challenge you to give something. If you're going to give something, I'm going to challenge you to give a little bit more to that. Because every one of you in this room who are followers of Jesus have benefited from a local church. That you crossed the line of faith, either directly or indirectly, because of a church. And imagine if somewhere in the Philadelphia area, there was another church because we became mothers ourselves and birthed a child out of what we were doing. And when you come up for communion, this, the, the white uh, basket here, we want to encourage you, just throw it in there. Here's what we're going to do. We don't want any, any uh, money Today, we just want pledge, and here's what we're going to do. When we put it in there, we're going to email you next week and just say, thanks for giving. We're going to give you the link that you can give online to make it really easy. Uh, Or, if you want to write a check, we're going to give you the P.O. box. And so we just want to give you that opportunity to be able to do that. So, again, I know it's a week early because Pentecost being next week will be in house churches. But we do want to allow us the opportunity uh, to do that. And not just give. I'd like for us, to, uh, before we jump into the teaching, to pray. So here's what I'm going to do. In just a moment, we're going to stand up, uh, and we're going to pray in three different ways, okay? So you sort of see this, this section here, all right? So we're in three different areas, all right? So the left side here, my left, uh, I want you all to pray that God would provide the Who? The person and the team that one day will actually, we believe, and trusting God will plant the church out of Renew. We don't know who that is, we don't know the core team, but we want you all to just pray to that end. In the middle section here, we want you to pray for the what and that's the actual finances that they would come in not just today but but ongoing that we'd be able to support financially so would you pray that our finances would be stewarded well and that we'd sacrifice and give in that way to see ourselves as pipes and not buckets and then over here this section over here I want you to be able to pray um, that again we don't know where it is but that God would be working to prepare the hearts of people right now to be impacted that whenever we send so that, that People are going, how did, how did you know this is what I needed in my life? How did you know that I was experiencing hopelessness and this is exactly what, where I'm at in my life? That God would be tilling the soil of people's hearts now, okay? This is a sort of future who. This is like who in terms of people and, and church planter, and then this is the what and the how in terms of seeing that happen, all right? So would you stand with me? And I'd like for us to pray... Silently, So just where you're at, just pray silently for your specific area. And then I'm going to close us uh, in prayer. Lord, as I think about uh, how we just prayed for our mothers, we want to pray a very bold prayer. Will You make us mothers? Lord, will you allow Renew to be a mother that births a child out of what we're doing? Lord, it takes a lot of faith to pray this because for this, it still seems nebulous and there's not a lot of details that are taken care of yet. But we want to trust you even beforehand. And so, Lord, somewhere out there, there's a church planter, whether close or across the country, that in some way... we sense and we want to trust that you want to bring to us that we can celebrate and equip and encourage and support and send out with a team of people because we believe that we're not just here for ourselves we we are here beyond ourselves we're here for you of course but we want to serve beyond us and so we pray that in your good timing you would provide that person or that team of people to be planters and a core team of people like we had when we started with forty adults and fourteen kids And we just pray, God, that 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 would be a a part of our vision in the future. Lord, I pray that by our generosity as we think about finances coming in, I pray that that that, whoever that church planter or that church planting team would be, that they wouldn't feel what I felt walking down to the boxes in the Lansdale Post Office. I pray that they would know that there's a church behind them supporting them and praying for them and encouraging them and celebrating them and challenging them to run more in the direction of Jesus, but to know they're not doing it alone. So we want to do that now and make sure there's support there, ready to go, whenever that is. And Lord, we also want to pray for the location. We don't know where this is going to happen. We do believe in the greater Philly area, but we really want to see this happen. And so God, wherever that is, would You prepare the hearts of people now so that, so that when you release us in this way, and there's a, a clearer picture of what the, uh, what mothering looks like, that the people would be ready with soft and tender and receptive hearts to respond to you. So God, we these are not our plans. These are what we sense you're calling us into, and it requires faith on our part and sacrifice on our part, and. Just like mothers know, mothering is wonderful, but it's a huge sacrifice, and there's lots of pain and late nights and thinking, man, this is harder than I thought. But Lord, we still, like mothers believe when they hold their newborns, we want to be able to say, but it's still worth it. So help us to be following you more obediently in this vision. And it's with that that we pray. Amen. Amen.